106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. What up, world? Welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast. It's your boy, Philly. Today, we're going to break down the divisional round. What a crazy, crazy wildcard weekend it was, man. A lot to talk about, a lot to get into. I'm sure our boy Hollywood is going to have a lot to say. So uh, we're going to be doing some phone interviews just to get these guys' opinions. And uh, let me just see if I can get Hollywood pulled up here, and uh, we'll get his thoughts on everything and his picks for the next week. Damn you, damn you. Damn you, Hollywood, damn you. <laughs> so, well, with that being said, what did you think of uh, Wild Card Weekend? Crazy weekend of football, huh? Oh, God. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. We had some teams shit the bed. Um, Tyler Murray, he's pathetic. Uh, <laughs> and not, not only the player, the hair and everything. <laughs> um, perform like that you're like a kid running around on a field trying to make something happen come on dude I i'm mean, gonna take the penalty if anything or i'm gonna go out of bounds give you two points instead of seven you yeah I mean? that, that interception he threw where he tried to scoop it just you can't have it in the playoffs man no come on N- not even ready that team's done goodbye hopkins please leave yeah, I mean, do you think their window of opportunity is closed? Yeah, it's done. Yeah. And the way that, uh, uh, what's his name, Cliff and Barry or Cherry Derry? Dingleberry? Dingleberry. He looked lost. He looked like outcoached. Like, if you've seen his face on the sideline, he had no answer for the Rams whatsoever. Well, you know, I think uh, he actually called a decent game. But when you got, you know, Murray rushing the screen pass, you see what pressure does to a quarterback? I thought, you know, Raheem Morris did a phenomenal job dialing up blitzes and whatnot for the Rams. Yeah. He just had him shell-shocked. You know, he just he looked like, uh, I don't know, man, he just melted under pressure. That's really what it came down to. He just he didn't mm-hmm. rise to the occasion at all. And on the other side, right. you got Stafford who played one of the most efficient games he's ever played. Yeah. They took you out of your run game. That's what they did. The Rams literally took you out of your run game. Put too many points up too fast. Had you chasing. Because Connor was running on them. They couldn't use it no more. We're down too much. Yeah. You know, after the backyard, uh, uh, schoolyard pass that he threw for a touchdown. It was no longer the run game was out of the question. And that hurt him. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Well, and I think in the you know the Kansas City Steeler game, I think we that was to be expected. You know, um, pretty much a one-sided affair. Kansas City had to weigh with them. You know, um, Big Ben, great career. You know, but I think it's 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 done. Chiefs look good. Yeah, gave it a gallant effort. He gave he gave it his all. You know, whether he plays somewhere else, I don't know. He didn't say nothing about retiring, but. I assume he probably will after he sits back and overlooks things and talks to the family. Stay home, Ben. Stay yeah, home. yeah, I think that's the right thing to do. He's he's pretty much a shell of himself now. So yeah. great, great yeah. Hall of Fame career, no doubt. And uh, just right off into the sunset, my guy. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. 
And well, uh, we we had quite the meltdown down there in Dallas, and uh, I tell you, these boys just don't uh, compare to Troy in the days where we won championships, and it was to be expected. And uh, all these boys that have come after are just shortcomings. Yeah, shortcomings out there. I believe I, I'm with you on that, Jerry. But uh, yeah, we said it. A lot of us had called the 49ers. I just felt they matched up well on paper, you know. And it's and you it, know what. It just, it's always going to be them two teams like that. Whenever they play each other. And I go back to the day when I was young and Montana was rolling out to the right to find Dwight Clark in the end zone. In the back of the end zone to beat Dallas. Have you ever seen that, that, that memory, that heroic memory of them winning that game? Oh, of course. They're always been a nail biter with them guys when the 49ers them play. Dallas could have beaten them. When you have stupid ass penalties, Gregory, why are you holding this guy on defense? Yeah, like you look at that play, he tackled the offensive lineman in a key situation. That basically ended the game for, you know, well, the Niners. Stuff, that stuff right there is just, you know, it, it's just crazy. It's crazy. I didn't care. I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't care for that draw. I thought it was too. You're taking too much of a chance, okay? With the ball being set and everything. I mean, yeah, he got he got you know good plus yards, but it's, it's too much of a risk at, at the time that he had on the clock. And he gets you know get them lined up. You know what I mean? You got to think, what if one of my guys fall? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, that's I another situation where you know a team just folded under pressure, not knowing that the referee has to touch the ball between every play. Yes, yes. And come on, bud. I'm like, I would have rather had you, you know, run or hit a, you know, hit a good 10-yard out, and then boom. Now we're going to go for the Hail Mary from the 30-yard line. We got a better chance. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Yeah, your percentages go up big time. You might even have two shots at the end zone if the first one's incomplete. Right, right. It's like, come on, Dallas. I mean, you know, um, McCarthy, you got to be better than that. You know what I mean? I mean – Dallas has a team to win. There's no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. They're super talented. Very talented. But both of them are. You know what I mean? Uh, um, that Debo, he's something else, boy. Yeah, Man. he's a beast. But I got to say, I got to point out the penalties on defense. Like, Tony Romo was saying it on the broadcast. You cannot have pre-snap penalties, especially on defense. No. Randy Gregory lined up twice in the neutral zone. You cannot do that. No, and look at it like, like, like it was your fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I didn't do nothing wrong. What I do wrong? I mean, just just not focus, head in the game, and, and you know what I mean. It's like, come on, dude, you're better than that. Let's go, bud. You yeah. know. Well, when when the Niners drove down that first series, I was like, oh yeah, it's it's gonna happen. They just had their way with them. Mm-hmm. And that defense was playing top notch, you know. So again, that was the upset of the week, and uh, you know, quite a few of us picked it. Um, earlier in the day, obviously Tampa Bay had their way with Philadelphia. There was just that wasn't even a ball game. I think, uh, oh, no. you know, Tom Brady just had his way with the Eagles. Yeah. I just don't know why he risked himself staying in the game for four quarters, though. I, I don't know why anything can happen at that point. You know what I'm saying? You're too far ahead to even take a risk, you know, yeah. of a cheap shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean – 
uh, it just makes you think, is there something in the contract? Is it snaps? Is it uh, yardages? Yeah, it could be. It could be. It could be. You know, like the Gronkowski deal. You know, he was, I'm not coming out until he gets this money. You know, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I hope it doesn't keep going that way, but um, yeah, Brady, I mean, throwing for over 5,000 yards this year. Ridiculous, dude. Oh, it's unreal. Unreal. Yeah, there was a there was a stat I think uh, someone posted today on social media that Brady, since turning forty, has one hundred and eighty eight touchdowns, and Aikman had one hundred and eighty eight total in his career. Ain't that amazing? Isn't that, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. He's number one of all time. He's got everything, dude. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, it's not even close. And even like Saturday said, you know, he's like, listen, this dude's got settled for eight fucking Super Bowls, nine Super Bowls, ten Super Bowls. He just wants to keep going and going and going. You know what I mean? He just feels that good. He's not missing a beat. He's just, he's out there having fun. He's just, he's not ready to turn it loose. You know what I mean? For whatever kind of reason, he's a competitor, you know? Right. Um, well, and then, um, then you got Saturday. Uh, so the Bills just absolutely opened a can of whoop-ass on the Patriots. I don't think any of us saw that coming, but, man, did they really uh, show their cards and just lay the hammer down? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I wasn't expecting that by far. Never. That was an ass-whooping. Bad. You know, just I never seen that coming, but that's the caliber of team they could be. You just don't know which one's coming. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be more consistent um, when you're playing ball. That's all. Sure. Bring it consistent. Well, and then uh, earlier in the day, you had uh, the Bengals beating the Raiders and all a little controversy on the one touchdown pass to Tyler Boyd with the whistle, but... Yeah, that... I thought the play was dead, but he wasn't out of bounds. I mean, usually you have to call that because the whistle was blown and, and, and nullify that touchdown, okay? Because it's the right call when that whistle's blown, it's a dead play. But they didn't for whatever godly reason, which they may take some heat for that. Um, but, man, Joe Burrows, man, come on, look at this guy. I mean, they took a lot of heat for not getting the fucking uh, lineman with that first pick. Protect them. A lot of people, you know, ripping their ass, you know, going, come on, this guy's got a blown out knee. You got to get something to protect him. Well, look at They'll be in the draft getting that this year. I can tell you that. And that him and Chase, like they never left LSU. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, if they keep that core of players, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in the AFC for a while. I, I think so. I, I think so. I honestly believe that. With Mixon, you know, Chase, and um, uh, that that one tight end, um, and Bird. I mean, he's got a good core. Don't don't let him add another receiver to that core. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I think you, I think you build there in the trenches. Probably get a few more pieces on defense to complete that team. I think offensively, they're about as stout as anybody right now. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like that. with that being said, they travel to the number one seed, Tennessee Titans. Again, this is a sleeper team that I mentioned last week. You got Derrick Henry coming back. You know, Ryan Tannehill's playing at a high level. Um, 
defense is very good. So, I mean, what do you think? Can Joe Cool go into Tennessee and knock off the number one seed? What do you, what do you see no. happening here? No. They can't stop Henry. Nobody can stop Henry. He's a train. He's a train. And with the passing attack, with the two receivers they got, their solid defense with the run game. I mean, you got Foreman too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Foreman's played well in Henry's absence. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. And I'll tell you right now, I think it'll be a good game. But then I see the separation, the grinding of the run game, grinding them down and grinding Cincinnati slowly down. I'll say, um, I'm going to say Tennessee by ten. Okay, I respect it. Yeah, I'm gonna say Tennessee by ten, just because you know I, I you know, they're gonna be challenged, but you know, they don't have that experience. Okay, you're going up against teams with experience. Tennessee, you got Kansas City in there, and all Buffalo. You know, they they got experience, and but I like what's coming out of that team. But uh, yeah, by far none. It, it will be Tennessee by ten. Yeah, I'm in lockstep with you on that one. I like Tennessee in this game. I'd say, you know, closer to seven points. I'm not sure what the spread is yet on that game, but yeah. I just think Tennessee is going to be a little too much. They're going to be well-rested. There may be a little rust in the run game, but again, like you said, uh, with, with Foreman back there, he's he's been hot. So And you got him and Henry now. You got two big bull running backs that are just going to wear the defense out. I just feel mm-hmm. like they're going to be a little bit too much for Cincinnati at this point. Yeah. Okay, so we both... like no, both got Tennessee there. So, moving over to the NFC, your boy Rodgers and our San Francisco 49ers going to Lambeau Field on Saturday night. I cannot wait for this game. Oh, God. That an 8-15 game? It is, yes. You know it's going to be cold at Lambeau. Uh, you know what, man? Uh, you're not beating Rodgers in the cold. I would be very, very surprised. If San, I mean, San Francisco can do it. They can beat fucking Green Bay. There's no doubt in my mind. Can they do it in the cold, though? Right. I don't know what that is. Don't let Rodgers get off. And he's got one goal in mind. Um, dude, I really like the Niners, man. I really like the Niners, but I can't go against my boy Rodgers. Rodgers. I got to go with Rodgers. I'm going to go off. I think the run game with Gillen and, and, and Jones, um, along with the passing, you know, the check downs and everything he has, um, I don't I don't think they can beat him. I, I just don't think – I think he, he can come out and jump with, with you know, superior um, with the deep balls and stuff on them guys, with Lazard and Adams and – um, St. Brown, and um, they could they could run away with a big lead too on them really quick in the cold. You know, in the cold, I mean, Green Bay loves that cold, dude. That's like heat, you know, in Miami to them. You know what I'm saying? They could play in that game, but uh, I say Green Bay, um, Green Bay by oh, God dang it, man. I'm gonna say. Uh, Last time they went one, 34 Yeah, it was a close game. Let's say twenty-seven twenty. Say Green Bay by seven. Maybe more. It could be more than that, but 
I'll take seven, 27, 21, 20, something like that. Yeah, you know, I'm torn. I would like to pick the upset here, you know, but I think Rodgers is just on a mission, and that team's probably the most well-rounded, one of the most well-rounded teams. And the NFC, man, there's so many good teams, but I could see San Francisco if this was in Frisco beating Green Bay, but mm-hmm. I just don't see them, like you said, going in there in the cold and, and, and you know, having their way with them, unless that run game's on point in the short passing game. But I just I can't go against Rodgers at home, so – I see it being a little bit closer, like a three-point, like a 23-20 game, similar to the Dallas game. But, you know, I think uh, a field goal wins it. I think it's going to be a dogfight. But I just feel like Green Bay's offense is going to be too much for him. And you know Rodgers likes to keep you on the sideline, too. He'll stroke that clock, dude. You know what I mean? He'll eat every bit of that clock up. Oh, yeah. You know, he's done it so many times before. He just looks over at you. He absorbs every second. You know, yeah, and so. your, your substitutions better be on point because he's the the best quarterback at catching 12 on the field. Oh, he will catch you too. Yep, no doubt about that. No doubt about that. All right, so we both got the pack. Um, moving back to the NFC on Sunday, we got Matt Stafford, McVay, and crew headed to Champa Bay to face Tom Brady and the Bucks. What's your thoughts? I'm going to tell you my honest God truth. I got a feeling the Rams and upset the Bucks. Mm. Uh, if this is the year, Mike, I got to call this my upset. I got to say that the Rams are going to go in there and they're going to beat them. And they're going to beat them 31-28. Wow. Three points, yeah, they're, they're both going to score. I, I just think with Cup and, and Beckham and, and the run game and their way of playing that defense, man, I don't know because, you know, I love Brady. We know he's the GOAT. This could be the passing of the torch to, to at least him to run into Rodgers. But, damn, I got to give that credit to, to that defense, man. That Rams defense ain't no bullshit. And to beat Arizona twice, you know, after Arizona beat them this year, beat them twice, and and they've already beat Tampa Bay before. And now you're out with Godwin, no Brown. I mean, it's going to be a tall order. I mean, it ain't going to be no deal. I don't care if you're in Tampa or not. That defense is coming, man. Right. I, mean, I could be wrong. And if Stafford's on, I see them putting pressure on motherfucking Brady. <laughs> I mean, that, that Von Miller ain't, ain't no bitch. And I love Tampa. Don't get me wrong. I got to go with Stafford. On the, I, I, I see. Make me wrong. I want to be wrong on this one. I guess, uh, man, I picked L.A. in the beginning of the season. So I I feel like. I'm just in, in sticking with them, man. I'm with you. I, th- I think this is almost like Mission Impossible, right? You're going down to Tampa to face the GOAT. And Stafford's already had all these firsts. You know, he's got the, uh, the division win under his belt. He's got his first playoff win under his belt. Now, yes. to go on the road and beat Tom Brady, I mean, this would only even further his legacy and further yeah. 
legitimize yeah. Matt Stafford as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, I, I absolutely. I'll tell you this. If this guy goes in there and beats the GOAT in, in Tampa with a, with a team that they have, and I understand that they're hurt. If, they're, if they have any of their offensive linemen hurt that are not playing, it's going to be a long day. Because Donald is a whole other animal. That number 51, whoever the hell that guy is, he's bad. You got our guy Robinson from Detroit. Von Miller. The old man Weddle and them. And, and Scott and all that. I mean, them guys are bad. You see that hit he put on them? Yeah, A.J. Green, man. Talk about textbook. God, man. Stopped him in his tracks. Yep. That team is destined. They got a funk about him. And, yeah, I would be surprised. If Tampa goes and beats him by 14, I would say, you know what? I'm really, really surprised by this. I, I really am because this team has all the tools. It really does. They do. They I, have all the tools to win. I wouldn't bet money against Tom Brady, but because, again, like I said, L.A. was my pick, I thought even before getting Odell, like, this team's just too loaded not to. This wasn't like when the, the Browns were loading up. You know what I mean? This was different. It felt different. They were already right there, you know, and I think we're getting Stafford and Odell and, you know, then Von Miller at the trade deadline and the way they're playing right now. I mean, this game could definitely go either way. Um, but I'm, I'm picking the Rams as well in a close one, you know, like a 34-31, you know, 37-35 type game. I just feel like this this is their year. They're, they went all in. And, you know, I would not be surprised if Brady wins. You know, I, I really wouldn't just because of who he is and how he rallies his troops. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is probably the game I'm most looking forward to, obviously because of the Stafford ties to Detroit. You know, yeah. Tom Brady, the, be- the best quarterback ever. Uh, they're going for a repeat, so they still have a lot to play for. You know, they want to solidify themselves and uh, not, you know, that way. Because believe it or not, there's people that say, oh, well, it was a COVID season last year. You know what I mean? So I think there's all oh, that yeah. stuff, too, and all the adversity they face with the, you know, A-B and the injuries and all that. So I, I still feel like they have a lot to play for. Ask yourself this question here. See, what I say right here. I wasn't big on L.A. Rams with just having Stafford. Once they signed that Odell Beckham, then I knew where they were trying to go. That just amplified that team even more. Because if they didn't have Odell Beckham, I probably wouldn't be telling you what I'm telling you now. I'd be going bucks all day long. But since they got Odell Beckham and seeing what he's creating, dude, that, that, that could be your very piece that makes you win that Super Bowl. Could be the piece. But um, every great quarterback to defy himself has to go against a great one. You know what I'm saying? And if he can do that, he's not guaranteed that he'll run into Rodgers next week. It could be Garoppolo. But if it is Rodgers and this guy goes on and takes Rodgers out and then say Mahomes is in the final there and wins it, Dude, what can you what can you ask? How could you not say he's not the number one quarterback? How could you not say that Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes? Would you take on that if that was to come about? So you're saying if Stafford runs the table, correct? Yep. What would you say? Where would you where would you solidify him at? 
Man. It's a great year. It's yeah, that'd be a phenomenal year. I mean, he he would have you know the same amount of Super Bowl wins as Mahomes. Um, you know, Brady is Brady. He's already on another level than everybody else. But like right now, well, look, 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 you took out to get there. Palmer one upcoming star, but he shit the bed. We'll throw him to the dumpster. Brady Rogers, Jay Mahomes. Yeah, you, he would have ran the gauntlet at that point. I mean, there's no doubt. Definitely, you would have to definitely go, wow. I would have to put him up there with Kurt Warner now as far as the Rams team because they're exciting, man. That cup guy, I'll tell you what, he's phenomenal, and he's drawing attention to them defenders, and they're leaving Odom wide open. So that's my take on that. I, I just think that – um if they're going to do it, they have the team to do it. They have the defense because, you know, Brady don't like to get sacked. He don't like pressure. He's not going to really try to run. You know what I mean? Um, right. That could be the big big uh, game factor in that, that win if they do win it. Yeah, I'm with you. I think, uh, you know, if Stafford's the gold slayer, then uh, I think uh, you, you have to talk about him as, you know, one of the – best in the league for sure i think that just that would have to eliminate a lot of the doubt out there so would that make you elite? would he be elite then absolutely would he find elite? I, th- I think absolutely yeah me too yep um all right so the last one of the weekend is another one of my super bowl picks the buffalo bills taking on the kansas city chiefs this is gonna be another dog fight of a game man talk a about game i didn't want to see yeah, I know, because it's like, man, I love both these guys. I think the coaches are great. There's so many great players on each side of the ball. Yeah, dude. Man, it's it's really tough to pick this one. But uh, I was talking about this earlier with a customer of mine, and, and he was actually surprised when I said Buffalo. I, I feel like Buffalo, the way they put that whipping on uh, Bill Belichick and the Patriots, I feel like they're primed and they're ready. I think they understand that, you know, their window is closing, and it, it's the time is now, you know, Um this is another one, though. If Josh Allen can go into Kansas City and beat those guys, man, talk about another notch on his belt, too. Yeah. Um, I just don't see it happening, bro. And it's sad because it's like, Buffalo, this is supposed to be your year. I don't see you beating Kansas City. They are way too fucking hot. And that Mahomes, oh, my God. He's at it again. Here's a team that was three and four. I was talking about him shit in the bed. You know what's going on in Kansas City, and they went on a nine-game win streak, nine or eight. And it is like this guy is just phenomenal. He's refining himself as a quarterback. Right. Absolutely. And for other teams, it's at the wrong time. It's at the wrong time. This guy's defining himself because. He's putting up astronomical numbers, five touchdown games. And I just think he wants it so bad. He wants to be in that so bad. And I, I, I see him beating Buffalo, even though at Buffalo you're supposed to win. You, you were built to win this. When I got your running game, uh, your receivers you got. But <laughs> Tariq Kill, that run game they got, and their defense has gotten better. 
in Kansas City, them fans crazy. I'm gonna say um, twenty-eight twenty-four, Kansas City. Okay, fair enough. And honestly, either way this game goes, again, like I said, I'm a fan of both teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't want to see them face each other, at least not until the championship. Right, right. But uh, I just, again, I feel like it's Buffalo's year. You know, I think somehow, some way, they're going to come up with a formula on defense to slow them guys down. Not, I mean, just, just do enough to win. I think the key is Josh Allen and his legs. You know, yeah. I think if he's able to run – and keep moving the chains and keep Mahomes on the sideline. I feel like that's that's their key to success. I, that's one of the few ways I think they win. Um, yeah, yeah. And saying that, I feel like Buffalo somehow finds a way on the road to finally get over that hump and go to the championship game. So I'm going with the upset. Upset Sunday for Philly, man. I'm going to go Bills. Oh, it pains me to say, but you know, 30 to 27, Buffalo. Okay. Reasonable. I mean, it's it's they're supposed to win it. They're supposed to be the one coming into the leading candidate. And I don't know, man. Mahomes, he just you know, but you never know. It wouldn't be my my team Burroughs there neither young, fresh, you know. But I just think too young, too too young, and and then you know, I could see Kansas. I could see you know either. I don't know if Buffalo, if they win, beat Kansas City. I don't know if they can get past. You know, we, you know, we're just talking steps. You know, anything's liable to happen. No, absolutely. Can they beat Tennessee? You know, yeah. you have to see a whole different ball game now. You know what I mean? Regular season's over. What happened then? Don't mean nothing now. Right, and just like last week, I mean, I was six and zero on my picks. I could go zero and four this week. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, all right, good stuff, Hollywood. I appreciate you jumping on. Um, we'll, we'll be back later this week with uh, episode 38. So uh, I'm going to get on the horn. I got a few other people to call. So thanks for taking some time out and joining us tonight. You got it. Damn you, damn you. Your deuces, damn you. Peace out. All right, so young Drew wasn't able to join us tonight, but he was able to send me over his pick so he could stay in the loop. So... Young Drew has the Chiefs going up over Buffalo. He also has the Bengals going into Tennessee and upsetting the Titans. Upset pick. Another upset pick is the Rams over the Bucks, And he's also got the 49ers going into Lambeau and knocking off Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Showing your set, Young Drew. I like it, though. Bold, bold, bold. And uh, it's a way to shake away from the norm and... That's how you get yourself above everybody else if you win some games and that everybody else had picked. So good stuff there. All right, y'all, we're going to give my boy uh, Joe Hoff a minute here. We'll let this guy chime in. I know he's a big Stafford fan, so let's see what uh, our boy Joe has to say. Bud. What's up, Joey? How you doing, man? Not much, man. I just seen any call, buddy. How you been? Hey, everything's good, man. I just want to let you know you're live on the Fives of the Week podcast right now. Really? Fucking, yeah. this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, Grandmaster <laughs> B and Hollywood are going to be great. To, so tickled and tickled pink to hear you on the pod, man. Uh, just wanted to get your opinion on uh, your boy Stafford finally getting it done, brother. Dude, I'll tell you what. I I knew it. knew he'd win. 
because one thing I'll tell you, fucking Cardinals suck. Murray sucks. <laughs> they started off hot, but Murray showed who he is, dude. A little guy in the pocket that can't see over the line. Yeah, so, didn't he look uh, – yeah, he choked under pressure last night. I really felt that. Yeah, he – you know, dude, he's a great athlete. You know, he can't take that away from but. You know, people are catching on to him, you know, trying to keep him in the pocket a little bit longer where, you know, you got to chase him around a little bit. But, you know, beginning of the year that was working for him, you know, the coverages were breaking down and he could throw it downfield. But now, you know, they, they kind of figured him out where, you know, stick with, uh, you know, covering the receivers and, you know, live and die if he has to run. So, yeah, and, for sure. Didn't you notice, too, like once w- like once Hopkins went down, it totally changed his games a little bit, too. Didn't you, didn't you see that? Yeah, you, you, you want to know something. I think that ankle injury, too, he, uh, you know, he got because he wasn't as mobile. You know, the people were catching him from behind. And, you know, early on in the season, you didn't see that. You know, he was running away from him. Right. Um, you know, but that, that did, you know, hurt him big time, you know, Hopkins going down. Yeah, definitely. So but, I just want to get a – we're doing a divisional playoff special, so – I was just going to go through the games, and I know you love football and you have a lot of football knowledge, so I just want to get your take on these games, if you don't mind, if you got a few minutes. Yeah, i got a few minutes, but I'm just driving, man. All right, cool, man. Yeah, it's good to catch up with you, bro. Um, so first one, Saturday, Joe Cool, Joe the Goat, Joey Burrow going into Tennessee, man. What do you think? Who do you like? You know, I, I, I honestly, I, I wanted the Lions to somehow find a way to grab him. I thought when he was with LSU, I mean, a guy, sometimes, you know, he'll look at his first read, go through all his, uh, you know, progressions and come right back to his, you know, his first option. And I never seen a quarterback, you know, last one I seen like that was, you know, obviously Brady, but it was Montana. That guy can look all over the field. He doesn't panic, doesn't get rattled. He'll sit in there and take a hit. You know, he'll, he'll hold on to the ball. You know, he'll let his receivers, you know, run the routes, get open. But he looks – he sees the whole field. A lot of quarterbacks don't, you know, don't do that. Like, I, I'll go back to Stafford. My boy Stafford does not do that. <laughs> he gets a little scatter brain. He gets happy feet. And, you know, his eyes stay upfield, Burles, where, you know, like guys like Stafford, so their heads go down. That's, you know, that's how uh, I think he's an elite quarterback. And I think – I see him winning a couple of Super Bowls early on. Yeah, you can you I can definitely he's see he's he's changing that franchise around. He's definitely what they needed. Well, like I said he he goes. I mean, he'll look off. He he knows where he's going with the ball. He'll look that safety over, and he knows he knows what he wants to do with the ball, man. You know, he's you either have pocket presence, which he has, or you don't. And you know the awareness that he has, just like Brady, man. He, those guys. You know, Big Ben early on in his in his career, he would hold on to the ball to the last second. You either have that or you don't. You real? I mean, it's, it's a gift. That's true. So, so do you think he I, has? I, I, I see. I, I I see Cincinnati. I wouldn't be surprised if they make it to the Super Bowl this year. This year. Okay. So, so you got them going into Tennessee and beating the Titans with Derrick Henry coming back. Yep. You know, I mean, what Henry are we gonna get, man? The guy's been out, you know, quite a while. And, uh, I mean, he's a beast, but, you know, is he coming back too early off that injury? You know, we will see. Yeah, that's a good point. But they are – I mean, Foreman has been running the ball pretty effectively. Now you got two bell cow running backs that you get to wear the defense down. 
that's my only thing. I mean, I still feel like Cincinnati's still young and up and coming. I feel like Tennessee can just edge them out, you know, based on that alone. But I could definitely see it going the other way too because Cincinnati has more of a high-power offense. Right. You know, it's – you know, I've watched Cincinnati a couple times this year, and every time I watched them, their defense seems like they just fly around. You know, they're fast. And, you know, same thing on offense. You know, they're just motoring around, man. And, uh, you know – I, I really do. I, I, I see them, you know, with, I like, I like mixing too, the, the running back, but the receivers chase, man. I mean, it, who would have thought that guy would have had the year he has, you know? Right. Right. He's after saying, all the, but, uh, uh them, all those reports that he can't see the football and whatnot. And you heard all that BS <laughs> in training camp. Yeah. He, he's proved that that'd be all, you know, crack. But, uh, like I said, I watched the, uh, you know, the game a few weeks ago where he scored, uh, what was it? Was it four touchdowns? Yeah, I think it was three or four, yeah. Three or four, and uh, like I said, he's, he's a special player, man. But, you know, Joe, cool, man. He's like Joe Montana back there in that pocket. Like I said, he's uh, he's a difference maker. I really said coming out of LSU, I go, this guy, I would sell I would sell a lot of draft picks to get him. And, you know, obviously he landed right in Cincinnati's lap, the number one pick, but. You know, it's going to pay off for them. I mean, look, he's changed that franchise around just in a short time. Yeah, definitely. You know? But, uh, you know, Tennessee, like I said, they got a great team and they got a great coach, you know, and it's going to be what, what Henry are you going to get? You're going to get the Henry uh, that's dominated over the past couple of years, or are you going to get the Henry that's a little rusty? I mean, because as Henry goes, the Titans go. Yeah, no, that's a good point. So moving on to the next game, Saturday night. San Francisco heading to Lambeau Field to play Rodgers in the pack. I mean, I had – a lot of us took uh, Frisco to beat Dallas. I just felt like on paper they just – they would out-physical, out-tough them, which they did. Um, I don't know if they could do the same thing to Green Bay at Green Bay. Like, say this was in Frisco. I might be more willing to take San Francisco, but, man, I just – I think the Ro- Rodgers is on a mission. I mean, who do you got in this one? Well, like you said, Rodgers is, he's, uh, until he retires, man, I still think he's, you know, one of the top five quarterbacks to ever play the game. You know, the, probably the most accurate passer we've ever seen on the run. Yeah. I mean, the guy could throw, you know, on the run against his body. I mean, I just, you know, Brett Favre, man, on his podcast, you know, it, it's for Brett Favre to say that he may be the best playmaker we've ever seen. That takes, uh, and we know what Brett Favre, how, how big of a competitor he is. Right. But, uh, you know, it's, he, you know, I, Adams is a great receiver. Is he that, you know, same receiver without Rogers uh, accuracy? I don't know, you know, but I mean, they, they're a great duel, man. I don't see them going down at Lambeau field, especially, I mean, what's going to happen with Bosa, man. He had a concussion, you know, is he going to be back, you know, to put pressure on him? So that's good. You know, 49ers suffered. What was it? Uh, two, three injuries to that defense. Yeah, they had guys dropping you know, left and right. That's unfortunate for them because they need to be fully staffed going into Lambeau. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Bosa is just a freak, freak of nature. I mean, that guy's got a motor that uh, it must be electric or something. He must have gas and electric in him because it never dies. Yeah, you're right. No, he's, so, a, he's a beast, man. and um, He's definitely one of the best defensive players out there, I believe, in the league. Right. And, you know, but, but look at the Niners' offense, too. They've been controlling, you know, you know, they've been controlling the tempo of games, you know, so 
I mean, but like I said, I think uh, the Niners are, you know, that front four, how that front four goes, that's how they go. So um, I just don't see them going to Lambeau. I mean, with, with the injuries, you know, being as cold as it is too, you know, that's just a different, different atmosphere, you know, playing indoors, playing in that uh, nice weather, uh, going out to the Lambeau field in, you know, in January, man, I just, I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see anybody doing it this year. I think uh, Green Bay's on a mission from last year's loss in the NFC Championship, and I, I really do. I, I see Green Bay going all the way, winning it. So, Yeah, I would not be surprised. Uh, so I'm, I'm with you on that. The Pack uh, over the Niners, probably, you know, seven-point game, maybe to ten points. We'll see. Um, so right. we move to Sunday. We got our boy Stafford and the Rams headed to, oh, yeah. to Champa Bay. <laughs> Is Matt Stafford ready to slay the goat? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you what. Stafford played great. You know, not well, I'm not going to say great. He played good. You know, the defense from the Rams really won it for him. I mean, they just they were just all over. Uh, you know, Murray. But you know, Stafford played. Uh, he played a good game. But like I said, Tampa's not the Cardinals. You know, it is. Uh, you're going into Tampa, but if that defense plays the same way they did last week. You know, it was Brady, you know, he's got a lot of people out too. You know, you lost Brown, you know, and, uh, you know, you lost, uh, what was the other, uh, 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 Goodwin? Is it Goodwin? Uh, Godwin. Yeah, Chris Godwin. Yeah. Godwin. Yep. Then, uh, you know, it seems like everybody in office is dropping for them. You know, they're picking guys. But you know what? Brady's Brady. You can pick guys out of the stands to play with them. I mean, the guy's just, uh, you know, he's a special breed. No, it definitely is. You know, I, 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 I just don't see the Rams going up there and doing any. I, I kind of see this game getting away from him early, you know, and, uh, you know, the Rams really controlled. I mean, how many times did Stafford pass last night? 17 times, 14 times or something like that? Yeah, it's even what Greasy was you know, saying. He's like, why would you, though? Why, don't even feed Cooper Cup. They, they, they were running the ball at will against Arizona. Yeah. So, I mean, you really didn't have to. You know, which is kind of a nice luxury to have, which he never really had here in Detroit outside the one year with, you know, Reggie Bush and Joy Bell. I mean, like we talked yeah. about in the past, that was that was a lion shot, you know, in the uh the near future or near past. That was their best team I think they've had. Um Well, like like I said, my biggest, you know, pitch about Stafford is the guy's got all that ability in the world to make any throw on the field. Uh I just don't think he has, you know, when he's being pressured, he makes horrible decisions. He kind of, he kind of reminds me of more of a Brett Favre, but Brett Favre was a winner. He went in and, uh, you know, you're going to live and die, you know, with uh, his interceptions, but it seems uh, more times that he uh, survived that. He was a winning quarterback, but Stafford on the other hand, he just, uh, I mean, you can't go on a, especially on the road in the Tampa Bay and expect to turn the ball over two, three times. And maybe one of them going back for a, I don't know, a pick six because, down the stretch, he threw what was it, eight interceptions in, in uh, four games. Yeah, that was a bad stretch, you know. Were, uh, yeah, he is. Yeah. A, he's definitely a streaky quarterback at times. I think we've always seen that. But let me play devil's advocate for a minute. Say Stafford does go down to Tampa and the Rams beat these guys, does that change the narrative on him? I mean, does he jump up, you know, to that elite status in the league currently, regardless of the history? I mean, because you look at. You know that'll be two playoff wins, and then you're you're beating the best quarterback of all time in his house. Right. You know I, I'd give him that. I, you know, like I said, as much as I hate the guy because I think we had a great team from 2011 to 2000, you know, 14 there. 
Uh, I think a lot of it was his fault on the stretch. But like I said, if he goes in and he could go beat Brady in his house, and you know, and um, you know, I, I would I would definitely say he, he would he. But I say he's elite. No, I think you need to win Super Bowls to be elite. You know, you need to get to the Super Bowl first before we talk about that. But right, right. He has all the weapons with L.A. He's been given. I mean, look at they lose a receiver, they go on and get another one. You know, and Odell Beckham has been a great pickup for him. And uh, but I mean, they, they they have they have a lot of studs on L.A. Their defense is uh, stacked. Their offense is stacked. So it's really to me, you have to go on and win. They should have had. To me, they should have had home field advantage to the playoffs, but a couple games, you know, with all the mistakes, especially you know with Stafford, you know, they should have, they should have won their last game against the Niners, and you know they could have been playing home this week, you know, and uh, but that was the Stafford we knew down the stretch here in Detroit when we had, you know, leads in our division, and uh, he kind of choked down the stretch. But yeah, if he can go in there and win, I I I would say hey, maybe it's turned a little bit, but you know, I think we. We need to see him go to the Super Bowl, you know, especially with the talent that he has before we can start saying that. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And I think, you know, in their, in, to his credit and L.A.'s credit, I mean, that's one of the toughest divisions in football. I think it's way better than the NFC North. Um, right. I mean, it's top to bottom. It's very, very competitive, maybe outside of Seattle. But um, you look at those guys, I mean, it's it's a tough, tough out every week or for eight games of the season. Um, this this I can honestly see going either way because of all the all the pieces like you said that the Rams brought in. I mean, they're built to win now. Right. You know these guys. I think they're hungry. Guys like Aaron Donald and Von Miller. They want to get back there and uh, uh, get another crack at it. This is probably the game I'm most looking forward to. I mean, there's so many good games coming up, but this game has a lot to do with legacy. You know, and I think for Stafford too. To uh, this would be a huge monumental victory for him if he could go in and do that. But at the end of the day, yeah, it's about winning championships, you know, to get to that elite status. But this would be a great place to start for him, I'll tell you that. And I could I could see it going, you know, winning by a field goal or something. you got two powerhouse teams right now. I think the NFC is just loaded, you know, this year. It's crazy. Right. You know, like you said, that's how you measure yourself, right? You win championships. And uh, that's how the best are, you know, measured. And uh, like you said, he, like he's, the guy has all the athletic ability in the world. He's probably got one of the best arms in the league. Uh, besides, I still think that belongs to Rodgers. I mean, I've never seen a guy throw off his back foot like he does. Oh uh, man, I, I was telling uh, I was telling Hollywood, you know, about that too. And I, I'm always ready to write Rodgers off, but this guy is just amazing. The older he gets, it's almost like the better he gets. It's nuts. You know, I, I don't think we'll ever see this again. You know, you have two two old quarterbacks and Brady and Rodgers. Just you know, they seem to get better. I mean, look, look at. I seen a stat the other day, 188 touchdowns uh, for Troy Aikman and 188 touchdowns since he's turned 40 for Brady. I mean, what what is that? I mean, that's just yeah. crazy. But Brady, the way he plays the game, it's almost like he's playing seven on seven back there because he gets rid of the ball so damn quick. You know, that's why he's been able to, you know, his career has been able to, you know, go into his 40s. But, yeah. um, you know, he's got that gift, you know, to, you know, just get rid of the ball quick with those little pick routes. But, uh, you know, you know, Rogers, you know, I, I'm, I'm surprised he's lasted as long as he has because he's taking some shots, man. I mean, he used to like to run, you know, early in his career and even midway through his career. And, uh, how many times you see that guy, I mean, he went slide, he'd get pounded, you know, I mean, he didn't have the greatest speed in the world, but he had some toughness there, but, uh, 
But yeah, he just keeps, like you said, you, you want to write him off, and he just keeps uh, proving everybody wrong. Yeah. So absolutely. So going back yeah, to that like game, said, if, you got you got the Bucks, right? I got I got the Bucks, but like you said, I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Bucks is uh, their defense is playing a lot better, but I don't. I'm waiting for all the injuries to catch up with the Buccaneers. I mean, at some point it has to, you would think, but then again, Brady's on that side of the ball, so you don't you just don't know. Right. No, that's true. Valid points, man. All right. So the last one for the weekend. This should be another showdown. Uh, this was my Super Bowl pick to start the year, and they looked really good this week against New England, and that's Buffalo Bills going into Arrowhead to play Mahomes and company. Love these two teams. I love, you know, the coaching staffs, the the players, or stars on both sides of the ball for both teams. Man, this is going to be a showdown. So who do you like in this one? You know, Buffalo's, you know, they caught – I mean, what what is it? How many games they – one down the road, uh, or one in a row down, uh, down the stretch here? Uh, was not it three or four games in a row? I'm not sure it'd be exact, but. But I, they've gotten hot at the right time. And I'll tell you what, their defense, their offense are clicking. I, I, I see them going in Narrowhead and winning. I really do. Uh, they play physical ball, man. And uh, I like Allen. I really do. I think uh, he's a tough quarterback. Uh, you know, he had some, uh, he had some hops. Uh, some hurdles there, you know, mid-season, but I really do. I uh, I see Buffalo going there and upset. Uh, I don't even I don't even want to call them an upset. I just think they're better than the uh, uh, Chiefs right now. So I mean, Mahomes though, but he's had a you know streaky year too. You know, he's either hot or you know a little bit cold. But uh, the Chiefs, you know, they're they're a talented team. But I, I really do. I think Buffalo's going to go in there with the with the upset. Yeah, I'm actually with you on that. And Buffalo is including the playoff game. They won five in a row. So they're they're playing their best ball this season right now. They finally got that run game going with uh, Singletary. And uh, Josh Allen, I was talking about this earlier, the fact that his 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 legs, I mean, he's able to extend drives. And if he can keep Mahomes and company on the sideline and they play good defense, I think that's their key to success, man. I can really see it happening. You know, I, I went down uh, to Buffalo a couple of years ago to watch the Lions play, and I believe it was Allen's uh, – I want to say it was his first year, his rookie year. And I was just impressed, like you said, how he can extend plays. And, I mean, that was early on when, you know, we didn't know what he was going to be. But, uh, yeah, he's a special player, man. He's tough. I, I seen that one play. He, he ran around, extended a play to the you know, very last moment and, you know, tossed right over that uh, defender's head. So his play, uh, only his uh, receiver can make a play on it. But they can play in the cold, too. Now, if they're a warm weather team, I'd say, you know what, you got to go to Arrowhead. It's going to be cold. But they play in, uh, you know, worse climates than that than, uh, you know, than uh, the Chiefs do up in Buffalo. So I, I, I really do. I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they win by two scores. I, I wouldn't. Okay, fair enough. I think enough. they're uh, that tough of a team, and they like said, but – you know, Kelsey, you got Hill, you know, you got all that talent over there. But like I said, uh, you know, Mahomes have been taking some shots throughout the years, you know, and uh, I thought this year it started it started to show, especially in that Super Bowl last year, how many uh, hits he took. But uh, I don't know. It's like you said, I just think Buffalo's a better team. I dig it, man. I'm with you. I got the two upsets on Sunday, and then uh, I think the home teams win on – on Saturday, you got the Bengals, you got the Pack, you got the Bucks, and you got the Bills. So that's good stuff, Joey. Well, I, I appreciate it, well, man. You know, 
But you want to know something? If the uh, you know Rams go ahead and play uh, Kelly Stafford, they might have a chance. You know, she's a lot tougher than that. <laughs> I had a, I had to throw that jab in there, man. Oh, of course you did. I know you love your boy Stafford. Hey, if they win a Super Bowl, I'll tell you what. I'll buy you a jersey. You prick, yeah. You you want to know something? If they win a Super Bowl, I'll wear his jersey. I'll buy one. I'll wear it to all the Lions games next year. You should, dude. <laughs> yep. And you know what? You know, I'll say I was wrong. This guy proved me wrong, but like I said, you know, hey, I wanted him to succeed here. I, you know, the Lions drafted him. I was kind of iffy because I watched that Michigan State game versus uh, versus Georgia when uh, he was, uh, you know, coming out, and I was like, eh, I don't know about this guy. He's a little scattered a little bit, uh, you know, when he was getting some pressure. And that was that Michigan State team. That's back when they had Smoker, I believe, and they were that good. And I was questioning that the Lions, you know, wanted to take him and. But like I said, I, I wanted him to succeed, you know. And, you know, he had some great games in Detroit, you know. Um, you know, put up some great stats at least. But like I said, just uh, couldn't get us over that hump and win in a playoff game. And, you know, like I said, Detroit, they had some issues. I'm not saying it was all him. But I think, uh, you know, from that 2011 to that 2014, you could put a lot of heat on him, you know. And a lot of it was his fault back then, I think. Yeah, well, he's definitely – it's a polarizing topic, obviously, especially here in Detroit with, you know, him being here 12 years and, you know, 0-3 in the playoffs and putting up a lot of stats, a lot of, a lot of fun moments, but at the same time, you know, not a lot of wins piled up. So I, I get it, man. You know, uh, I just hey, feel like us as fans I- here – you got to stop, you know, yep. rooting for draft position. We need to just draft the right guys. I mean, look at these winning teams like New England and Pittsburgh. They're always at the back of the draft. So 22 or 29 doesn't really matter if you got guys in there that are competent and can draft the right people. You know what? Everybody was all mad about the Lions winning. I, you know, it's – you know, you don't want – I was uh, kind of iffy about this, you know, Dan Campbell. And I was like, man, some of his decisions. He coached, I go, he's coaching on the edge of his seat. I go, but you know what? These guys love playing for him. And, uh, but like you said, you, you can't play to lose, man, because loses, losing's contagious, just like winning's uh, contagious. And, you know, you got to start, you got to start going out there and performing. And, hey, you know what? They love playing for this guy, man. It showed down the stretch. You know, the last quarter of the season, the Lions were a good team, you know, and golf was, you know, what, NFC player of the week once. And uh, his stats were in the top five those last, the last half of the season. So, you know, when he played, anyways and uh he was hurt down the stretch a little bit too but we'll see i don't think i don't know if he's the uh answer you know lines have a lot of faults you know but you know there's definitely i don't see drafting a quarterback this year because you know there's nobody out there to draft i think you just stick with what you have and build keep building around uh you know the young talent that we have and see what see what happens until that quarterback's out there for us so yeah no i'm with but, you and i think they did a good job drafting this year they got some some nice pieces i think if they hit on this draft coming up with, with all that they have, I think we'll be in a good spot to compete maybe for a wild card next year. Maybe they can make that, that little jump to at least get on that screen towards the, the end of the season and play some competitive ball. Right, right. You know, like I said, I think uh, I think we got the right GM. Uh, I, I, I think, you know, like I said, I wasn't too sure about this, uh, you know, higher, but down the stretch what I've seen out players – love playing for this guy i think i think he might be the right choice i really do but you know we've got our hopes up here in detroit you know <laughs> throughout our life man and you know i thought caldwell should never have been fired and uh you know you know be you know how you fire a winning coach but you know it, it happens so let's hope this is the right one and hopefully they do right in the draft man that's all you can hope 
Yeah, so. well, I hope so, man. Well, I got to make a few more calls, so before it gets too late, man, I appreciate you hopping on. Um, this episode should be live later tonight, so. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. Too- hey, 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 you get Hollywood, me and Hollywood on there. We're coming to your studio, buddy. We'll, we'll tear it up a little bit. Yeah, let's do it, man. We got to so. get you on the show, dude. We'll do that for sure. Hell yeah, buddy. Hell yeah. All right, Mikey. Have a good one. All right, good bro. You. you too, man. Be good. You do. All right, boys and girls. That was uh, Joe Hoff joining us, giving his uh, expertise. All right, so now I'm going to check in with Grandmaster B, and we're going to do our picks together. So let's see what Master B's up to. All right, Joe Burrow and the Bengals headed to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Derrick Henry coming back. Who you got, Brad? Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals, man. I'm taking Goat Boy, Jim Brewer. I'm taking the Bengals. You sure you're not going to change this pre-kickoff? No, I'm not going to change it. Uh, <laughs> I kicked myself in the ass for changing the fucking Dallas game. But thanks. No, I'm going to definitely take uh, <laughs> Goat Boy. <laughs> I'm taking the Bengals, playing a hot hand, Braz. All right, I like it, I like it. I just don't know if they're going to be able to hang in there with Tennessee, man. I think they're going to be too tough. Oh, so you're taking uh, you're taking Tennessee, I take it. Yes, that would be correct. Well, look at you, Mr. Helper. You're, uh, let's see, um, of all five of the gentlemen that I interviewed, nobody taking them Titans, but... That's all right. I dare to be different. That's okay. <laughs> Pat that quote that. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Anybody else? I'm just curious. Did anybody else take anybody else take Tennessee besides you in your group? Uh, let's see. I think yeah, yeah. Hollywood's on board with Tennessee. Somebody got a dick. And Joe took Tennessee as well, but he could definitely see uh, Bengals winning. <laughs> okay. All right. But he did take Tennessee though. Yeah. All right. I wish I had okay. drops to so, cut you off. Right, it would ta- be fantastic. <laughs> God damn it. I got to get this drop okay. board working. You do. I know you do. Um, okay, so that's it. I'm going to take the Bengals. Uh, what do we got next there, Braz? All right, 49ers and Packers. Who you got? Not that I want him to win, but I just had that feeling this is going to be a big game for Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm going to take the Packers. 49ers are playing some damn good football. They're the hot hand right now. Um, Got kind of a split on a lot of the guys I talked to earlier today. I'm going to take the Packers, and the reason is because it's just tough to go into Lambeau. If the Packers' defense could play solid and just – Gosh, man, you know, Philly, it's it's tough, man, because just like Miguel said, man, they have so many weapons on the 49ers right now, you know? So, you know, I mean, there's just so much so much there, but uh, I, I Jimmy G's due for a shitty game, man. Yeah, I find it tough for them to go from the West Coast over to Lambeau on a Saturday night when you know it's going to be freezing balls out. Yeah, and I just feel like Green Bay is kind of on a mission this year. I think Rodgers is, is out to prove something, and that team, right now, I don't see them losing anybody. To be honest with you. So there it is. So I'm gonna take. Um, 
I'm going to take the Packers, Bengals, Packers in the early games. I got. Uh, I'm going with Green Bay too. It's going to be a tight game, though. Okay. All right. All right. So headed to my favorite game of the weekend. It's got to be the Rams and our boy Stafford going down to try to slay the goat in Champa Bay and Tom Brady and company. This one's pretty intriguing for a lot of reasons. Um, I think this validates Stafford if he can go down there and do this. Uh, it's a tall task, no doubt. So how do you see it playing out? I agree with everything you just said. Um, <clears throat> I'm, one, I'm very happy about Matt Stafford winning a playoff game. And I think you and I spoke about this already about just think if Stafford had those pieces around him in Detroit. Um, he'd be a whole different quarterback in, in the light of playoff wins, possibly a Super Bowl. It just goes to show you that it's not so much the team as much as it was like the organization, the draft picks. They didn't build nothing around him. He, he's a talented athlete, man. But I still, I just feel like you can't bet against the GOAT, man. He's just proven it too many times, man. He's like, oh, he's 40-some years old. He's, you know, he's already got his seven rings or whatever. But um, I think they're going to have their best football game this upcoming Sunday. And I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Tampa Bay, man. I'm in the minority here because a lot of people are taking the Rams. But I like to see Stafford win for the sake of being a homer. But I'm just going to stick with my gun, say Tampa Bay. Okay, that's fair enough. And I think, I mean, it's it would still be an upset for LA to go in there and win. But I think this is another one where they got so much going for them right now. They're playing good ball, even though they took that loss to. Uh, to San Francisco the week before the playoff game. They looked really good last night. That defense looked really good. Stafford was efficient. He only had to throw the ball 17 times. Why would you throw more when you're running the ball that good? If they could do that against Tampa's defense, man, I feel like they win in a close game. So I really i am leaning towards the upset here with, with L.A., mainly because I picked them at the beginning of the season. And uh, there's no reason to go against them now, even though this is – a daunting task going down to Tampa Bay and, and playing Tom Brady and company. And, uh, you know, they have a lot to prove too. They have a lot of people down. Um, they want to, they want to go back to back. You know, why wouldn't they? I mean, last year was COVID. There's still people that are naysayers and say, Oh, it was a COVID year. It was different. You know what I mean? I think Brady's still out to prove something and he makes all those other players better being down injuries, down people. It really doesn't matter because he showed last week how he's still playing at such a high level. So this is yeah. going to be a barn burner, man. I think Sunday, those two games are – talk about talent on both sides of the ball, man. Unbelievable. But um, yeah. I got to go L.A. Yeah. in a close game. I see like a, man, 37, 34, you know, 37, 35 weird high-scoring game. But uh, I got L.A. See, and I, I see – yeah, I see an opposite, man. I see a very controlled game by – by Tampa. I, I don't see a high scoring game. I see a very well controlled uh, run game. I mean, they don't have the big receivers on Tampa because obviously with, you know, our boy, uh, he got walking off the field and everything. There's still Evans and there's still some X factors there, but I just see a well controlled game. I see them containing Stafford, man. I think if anything, LA's defense will keep them in the game. Um, but I don't see a high scoring game. I, I see more like a 24 17 maybe a 23-17, a close game, but I don't know. My gut just tells me Tampa could edge this one out. It'll be interesting, though. Yeah, it will be. I mean, we both all said that about the uh, Patriots-Bills game, though, and look how that turned out. 
Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly why I ended up like, you know, thinking there for a minute. You know, that's what Hollywood said last week. He's like, oh, you know, his quarterback can't play in cold weather, but it, he had a perfect game, basically. You know, it was like one of the first perfect games in NFL history right there. That guy just was on fire. Yeah, no, you're right. You never know. You never know. So, um, I don't know. I'm going to stick with my guns. I'm going to say Tampa Bay. You're, you're definitely taking Rams. Um, hey, win, lose, or draw, man. I like to see, even if it is the Rams, I don't care because I want to see Stafford move on. That'd be great. Yeah, it'd be a lot of firsts, man. And that's another thing we were talking about, how it just it's a legacy thing, you know, for both of these guys. So both these quarterbacks have a lot to, to play for still. Um, Brady obviously has less to lose, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a showdown. Can't wait. And then another good one Sunday night. So 6.30, we got the ascending Buffalo Bills playing the ascending Kansas City Chiefs, man. I mean, what a barn burner this could turn out to be. Who do you like in this one? Yeah. What I Can I just talk about, about what I did like about this last game? Sure. With the Bills? And I'll give you my pick here in a second. Ryan Fitzpatrick, shirtless. What about that one, Bob? Did you see that? I didn't know he was at the game. Ryan Fitzpatrick was at the Bills game shirtless in the stands with fans, dude. No <laughs> way. I, I didn't see it. I'm not kidding. Okay, that's something for you to Google when you get off. Yeah. Fit, the Fitz magic was in the stands with some fans with his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love Fitz. It's man. no joke, man. I'll try to do a screenshot and send it to you, man. But I thought that was epic, man. I'm like, what this guy is doing in the freaking stands with these fans? This is nuts, man. That's awesome. Um, okay, so to my pick, uh, going into Arrowhead, Bills are playing good ball. Um, I'm going to stick with my guns. I'm going to take Kansas City. I had Kansas City going from the beginning of the season, and I'm going to stick with them now. They're there. Bills are playing tough. I, I hope it's – I don't know. It's another one of those good games. You know, the good teams, it's all starting to come to a head now. All your best of the best are there now. So now you're playing some, you're just playing parody teams now. You know, they're there for a reason. Uh, you know, we exited the Eagles and all the, you know, oddball teams and Arizona shit the bed and they didn't even show up and Dallas did what Dallas did. But now you got some good football teams here battling against each other. Um I don't know. I just feel like Kansas City just got the upper hand right now. Too much weaponry, man. Yeah, I could definitely see this game going either way. Um, again, I got to ride because both my picks are still in it, so I'm kind of sticking with it like you are. I just think the Bills, the, the X factor for me is if Josh Allen can extend drives with his legs. You know, it, when he scrambles outside the pocket, like that one touchdown he threw in the back of the end zone to Knox, the tight end. I mean, he must have been scrambling mm -hmm. for a good eight to nine seconds, and that's tough for defensives to hold up that long. So yeah. if he can do things like that and run, I think he had like 65 yards, 63 yards in the first half, and that stuff makes a big difference. When you can keep guys like Mahomes and that high-powered offense on the sideline, it's, it's going to be a really good game. And, again, I could see it going both ways, but I got to roll with the Bills. I feel like it's, it's their time. Um, it's hard to go to three Super Bowls in a row, which Kansas City's trying to do. Mm -hmm. um but man they look good too so again i wouldn't be surprised but uh yeah i'm going bills in a in a barn burner i think it, another one that this could potentially be very high scoring you know 28 31 you know 30 yeah. 27 type deal this game i definitely see as a high scoring game uh what's the spread on this one right now uh that i didn't see let me i could uh look it up real quick just so you know, in the five in the fives that I talked to on my segment, 
the only person that agrees with you with the bills is the fish. The fish. The fish. And uh, we even had theme music today for the fish. I mean, it was a beautiful thing. He was so excited when he heard his theme coming in. Can you hear it? <laughs> I, I it thought was a Jaws theme. I thought you were gonna do the baby shark. No, he's the big fish, man. He gets the Jaws. That's cool, Matt. You know, I think here's the thing, Philly. These spreads have changed. I I thought I seen. <clears throat> Four and a half, maybe three and a half, and then it's going to move because it's too early. You know, Vegas will do what Vegas does. They'll wait for the injury reports. They'll wait for who's, you know, who's this and who's that. But um, but you're definitely taking Buffalo. And you're taking Buffalo because you just feel it's their time for no other reason other than that you just think it's this hard for Casey to get back to a third Super Bowl, huh? Well, just like you think, it, you know, Kansas City is a better team right now. They're rolling on all cylinders. Buffalo's won five games in a row, including the playoff game. I think they're just going to keep rolling, man. I think, again, the key to, to their, them winning is Josh Allen running the ball and them playing good defense. I think they got to find a way to limit the big plays. And, uh, yeah, I feel like they're, they've been chomping at the bit the last few seasons, so I think this is the year they get it done. Yeah. That's that's not a bad not a bad pick, but do you feel like there's vulnerability right now with Buffalo being is that they won five in a row and then they're playing good ball, just like 49ers are playing good ball. Um, you you feel like there's going to come a point in time where there's going to be that letdown, but Kansas City doesn't have the stellar defense like they had before, right? If I'm not mistaken, their defense gave up a lot of points this year. Yeah, and then, you know they've proved games. they've been spotty at times too, kind of a streaky team. You know, they'll, they'll mm-hmm. be really good. And they've gotten better as the season's gone on. But like you mentioned, I think, last week about teams playing the best ball at the right time, those are the teams that usually hit their peak and go deep into the playoffs, which both these teams really are right now. So, yeah. I mean, it's not really a surprise. Guys are picking Chiefs. Guys are picking Bills. I just feel like right now this is like two of the best teams in the league going head-to-head, you know, toe-to-toe. So I, it's just something I feel yeah. like Allen and his legs could be the X factor. I think the running game's going at the right time. And you're right, the defense, I think Buffalo's defense is a little better than Kansas City's. So if they can just limit those big plays. Now, if it gets to a shootout, that's where I get a little nervous for Buffalo because uh, obviously Kansas City can take the top off any defense if it comes yeah. to that. You know, yeah, Mahomes in the last game that they played, Mahomes, uh, he threw five touchdown passes in the span of 11 minutes and 30 seconds. That's against Pittsburgh, now- right? Yeah, I mean, against a weakened Pittsburgh defense, but Allen also threw for, what, 308 yards, five touchdowns. But he he defied everything that everybody said he wasn't going to be able to do, and that was play in cold weather. Right. You know? I mean, the Bills haven't lost since week 15. Like you said, they're 5-0, and and the Chiefs are 10-1 and since week 8. So it's going to be a battle. Either way, it's going to be a battle. But I just feel like... I mean, you got to think we're home field. You know, Dallas was the only team to lose a home playoff game this past week. But then you got to think, going to Arrowhead, that's a difficult place. Bob, the tomahawk, chalk, the the chop, you know, I'm sure Hob had to talk about that one a little bit. You know, did he (laughs) he not like it? Was he doing it? What was that again? Was was Joe doing the tomahawk chop? Oh, (laughs) could you visualize him doing it? Oh, I definitely can. But no, he's doing, he actually went with the Bills too. Did he really? Yeah. Um, Interesting. And I didn't know this, actually. So the top three defenses as far as total yards this year was L.A. number one, KC two, and actually Buffalo three. So that's interesting. 
So that that is interesting. So the Bills actually have a stellar defense. And where does where does the uh, KC defense rank in comparison? Probably somewhere in the middle, right? Because they're not that good. This is total. Maybe this is through. No, this is regular season. Yeah, so KC's three. Uh, when it comes to pass yards, uh, KC's third. Buffalo's four. Rushing yards. Hmm. Um, KC is one, and Buffalo's five. So much, much mm-hmm. better than uh, we than thought. Expected. Yeah. yeah, not bad. Well, now they have their records the way they are for a reason. Like you're not gonna. Oh, it's going to be interesting. I I just can't. I don't know. I'm going to stick with KC because that was my pick at the beginning of the season. I said Kansas City. Um, I think it was Kansas City and Green Bay. I changed Green Bay at the last minute, and I think maybe at start I said Rams. But it's going to be very interesting because this is going to be a powerhouse. Even though there's what two last games this weekend, these yeah. are some big games coming up, man. So um, then after that, it, it goes down. These are division games. Then we go to championship rounds, right? Yep, championship Sunday will be next week, and then uh, we get the we get the week break, and then got the Super Bowl. Are you doing some squares this year, Brez? I'm sure I will. I haven't gotten any yet. Have you? No, I've gotten. Uh, I usually get asked about them at one of my places I go to every week, but the I haven't seen them, so I'm sure I'll have something. But um, we'll have to throw together something. Um, what was your take on that Dallas game? What was your uh, your gut feel on what happened with with the Cowboys? I mean they. They just did not look good, man. No, no, it's a shocker, and it's it's you feel a little bit for them, but man, the, the way the game ended, you look at how they had those stupid penalties. That we, I was talking about it with Hollywood earlier about like Randy Gregory, you know, pre-snap penalties. I think there was like four of them, you know, lining up in the neutral zone, extending drives, you know, bailing uh, Frisco out at times. I mean, yeah, you got they had a, fourteen penalties in that game. That was not good for playoff football. No, and then the same guy, Gregory, tackling the, you know Frisco's offensive lineman basically to seal the game at the end or extend that drive. It's just like, wow, man, uh, where's your head and at? What you was, know? And what was Dak thinking about going up the middle of the field, dude? That's like running into quicksand. You don't had so many seconds left on the clock. That was a terrible play call. No, it's really dicey. And even uh, I think Tony Romo was saying the furthest you can go is 10 to 12 yards, and I think Dak went to that you know, 14, 15, 16 mark. And you yeah. got you got to know the referee has to spot the ball between every play, so that plays a role. You can't just go up there, spot it wherever you want, and spike the football. Yeah, so, the ref has to touch the ball, and that's why he kind of you know jumped in the middle of that pack there and kind of jumped on top of the center and said like, "Hey, man, I got to touch this ball." By that time, it was too late, game over. Right. Yeah, that was uh, it's kind of the game went as expected though. Like, as soon as I saw Frisco march down the field, I just felt like they were the more physical team. I thought it was going to be kind of a defensive battle. You know, at times it was, but uh, Jimmy G played a hell of a game. I thought Kyle Shanahan called a hell of a game. Um, he did. You know, and I hope Bosa comes back and he's healthy. You know, he took a wicked shot to the head. Um, they had a yeah. few guys go down. I don't know, Dallas, they just always seem to choke in the playoffs. It seems to be one constant, man. Yeah, that's kind of uh, plagued them going, like you said, back to the Tony Romo days. They just they get there and then they just choke. Um, but, you know, going back to this L.A. game um, and Tampa game, that's going to be a good football game. I'm, I'm kind of happy for Matt Stafford. I, You know, you could say anything you want about, you know, being as that he went to another team, kind of like Justin Verlander went to Houston to win a World Series ring. 
you know, your heart's in the right place. You want to hopefully see these guys go on and get something out of their career. You know, over a decade with one team, didn't win nothing. Um, got some interesting stuff that we'll be talking about on the next podcast and some sports notes. But um, I don't know, man. I'm excited. It's uh, This is my favorite time of the year, man. Playoff football, there's nothing like it. No, I'm with you. Me too. I mean, I look forward to every weekend, every game, uh, breaking it down and, and watching it because you're playing – you're seeing guys play at the highest level, you know, for for the championship. This is where there's no uh, no BS. They're they're all going for it. And when it comes to Stafford, you know, it's just it's it's sad because, you know, you talk about it here and it's like a fifty fifty split, right? I had this conversation at work today, and a guy was telling me about draft position and all this other stuff. I said, you see, that's the problem. That is the problem. You, you're worried about draft position. You're mad at this guy. You know, it is what it is, man. We got to, no matter where we are, you look at successful franchises, whether you're picking 20, 2, 29, 30, it doesn't matter. You got to draft the right guys. So you get competent people in there and get the good players, man. You know, I'm tired of hearing about the whole let's play agree, to lose man. and all this bullshit. I'm tired of it. Yeah. Man. What, what has that gotten us, Philly? What has that gotten us over the course of the past 30, 40, 50 years with this organization? You play for a draft pick? That doesn't get you nothing, man. Like you just said, there's teams that have won Super Bowls and came with the 30th overall, 30, you know, whatever, late draft picks, and they still managed to build teams, talking about teams like New England Patriots, Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, that have gone on to win successfully. Um, you know, we'll talk about the coaching carousel. There's a lot of openings for coaches in the NFL. I'm curious to find out where like one Jim Caldwell will end up going, you know, um, where some of these defensive coordinators are going to end up going. There's uh, I don't think there's been any announcement yet that I'm aware of of any announced uh, new coaches for any of these open openings right now. Have there been any? No, I just you hear about uh, coordinators getting interviews and whatnot. And I heard uh, Caldwell interviewed for the Jacksonville job. So who knows? He yeah. might find himself a spot back in the league and, he was, uh, I think he has the best Lions record in history, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think he's deserving of another shot at a head coaching job. I don't think he was a bad coach when he was here. It just it wasn't, you know, the rah-rah type coach that, you know, that I think people thought would be better. It didn't equate to nothing. You brought the clown in from New England, and he failed the team miserably in the whole organization after a couple seasons, and it was a, you know, it was a disaster. Yeah, You know, sometimes it's just a matter of who the person is. You know, we, we often talk about a Tony Dungy, a very successful man. He handles his business different. He handles players different, handles his locker room different, handles a lot of things different than a lot of coaches, you know. Uh, you know, like you see like a Vrabel or something, he's more of an outspoken, emotional type coach. But, you know, it doesn't, you know, doesn't always equate to winning and losing. It's just you got to find the right person to, to make, you know, a buy-in basically with, with players. No, I think you're absolutely so, right. And you see kind of like that new wave of coaches, and we can dive more into it when we get together later this week. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it's definitely a good conversation that we could have. So good stuff on the picks, man. Looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah, who all, who all did you have on your uh, segment today? I'm just curious. You had uh, – you who, go through your list of guys. So I just had the threes, actually, Hollywood, Joe, and you. Uh, I had a few oh, people okay. ba- back out. And uh, I do have some picks on paper, so young Drew sent me his – and uh, we'll put him in, but everybody else kind of had stuff going on. So, uh, just a side note: the one guy that's riding extremely high right now, Just James, five yeah. out of six. He he still doesn't know how he did it, but he did it. <laughs> and 
<laughs> the, cra- the crazy thing is he feels like he's on a hot streak right now. We'll get more into that on the next podcast, but he's taking Bengals, Packers, Tampa, Kansas City, and he said, fucking book it. That's nice. what he told me. Nice. Yeah, getting cocky. The guy's getting cocky now, Joey. I'm telling you. <laughs> not not only was he talking sports tonight, he was fucking cooking chili too. I'm like, look at you go, all American guy. Look yeah, at him, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got him all going right. on that chili, man. I knew he was gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah, he's loving it, man. He's like, dude, I feel like I'm really hitting my man stride right now. I'm picking teams in the NFL, I'm cooking chili yeah, i'm like look at you go the only thing you're lacking is a little red tube bras that's right oh, <laughs> you know that i'm the cream of the crop <laughs> i'm glad your balls finally dropped just james <laughs> <laughs> all right my brother we'll be catching up soon man all right b you have a good night man i look forward to seeing you later this week all right take it easy philly you too man see ya bye-bye all right, everyone, that pretty much does it for the picks this week. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Looking forward to some great football. Also, make sure you stay tuned. Later this week, we'll be dropping episode 38. Love y'all. Be good. You know 24th Street Pizza for their award-winning pizzas. From their barbecue chicken, deep south dill, and BLT pizzas, to their Hawaiian barbecue, super veggie, and even chicken fettuccine Alfredo pizza, they have so much to choose from. But they've got more than just pizza at 24th Street Pizza. They've also got toasted subs, flatbreads, chicken, fish, pasta, salads, the list goes on. Plus, with free delivery in Port Huron, it's no surprise they have over a 1,000 five-star reviews. To view their entire menu and to place an order online, visit 24thStreetPizza.com.